Welcome everybody to Tommy's Outdoors number nine with big smile on my face because as you can hear we have intro music. Intro music provided to us kindly by 4uwedesign.com. That's number 4uwedesign.com. And uh, these guys are making unique pennants and personalized cards and cake toppers and the like. So go ahead and check their website. It's 4uwedesign.com. Also, also, I would like to thank Mike Duggan from Mike Duggan Firearms, one of our guests. Um, Mike Duggan's Firearms is a, a gun shop uh, and really also shop for stalkers um, where you can buy rifles and all the accessories and gun cleaning products, uh, gun safes. Um, ammunition as well as other stuff uh, for hunters and stalkers like knives and the likes. Um, the shop is uh, located in Killarney, County Kerry in the Republic of Ireland. I would like also thank Swarovski Optics and Paul Innes from Swarovski Optics. It just take a controversial bit out of that. The podcast is not sponsored by Swarovski Optics. But I'm kind of name-dropping them because it sounds nice. And also, Paul was uh, my second guest on today's podcast, uh, which was recorded after Swarovski Optics Open Days, uh, which uh, were organized by Mike Dugan. And um, we had an opportunity to try and see and try and look and touch and play with the whole variety of... um, Swarovski optics, uh, binoculars, uh, rifle scopes, spotting scopes, uh, camera lenses, photo camera lenses, also phone adapters, tripods, you name it. If it had a Swarovski optics logo on it, it was there uh, and we could go ahead and try it out. And so I took these two guys and after after they, uh, maybe not I took these two guys, but they kindly agreed to uh, be my guests on the podcast. And so after the open day was finished, I uh, we get in the car and essentially we recorded a short podcast uh, in a car. So I hope you don't mind noises uh, coming from here and there. Uh, the quality of sound is as, as good as you can get uh, recording in the car. Um, nevertheless, I think it's very interesting podcast, uh, a lot of information. So without further ado, uh, Mike Duggan and Paul Innes. All right. I'm here with two gentlemen, uh, after Swarovski open day. Um, maybe guys, you introduce yourself. Um, I'm Mike Duggan from Mike Duggan Firearms. Hi, and I'm uh, Paul Innes here from Swarovski UK uh, Optics Division. Uh, I'm based in Scotland, and I'm over here in Ireland. Uh, Ireland's my uh, area as well, and I'm here helping out Mike Duggan um, from Killarney for um, a range day. Um, yeah, it's been a good day. Yeah, that was a fantastic day, and uh, I, I knew from Mike that we doing that, you guys doing that. We had an opportunity to look at uh, like immense amount and, and, and wide range of Swarovski optics, spotting scopes, uh, sc- rifle scopes, um, binoculars, rangefinders. What was the like a 
biggest uh, in, what what was the biggest interest in in, in which yeah in Swarovski ourselves we launched um, last uh, March 2017 the new uh, Swarovski DS which is a gun sight with um, rangefinder built into it um, it was uh, available to the market July 2017 so this is the first time I think Mike uh, has kind of sort of shown it to all his sort of regular customers and what have you so. I would say there was quite a lot of interest in that in particular. Um, always at these range days as well, the the spotting scopes go down well as well. Um, just obviously show the guys with a sort of high magnification spotting scope um, what it's capable of doing yeah. over these sort of long distances. Um, one of the spotting scopes is capable of uh, giving you a magnification up to 60 or 70 times magnification compared to a, yeah. a standard pair of binoculars. That's, which is, that's, that's, you look, that's unreal when you, yeah, when you look at it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, compared to 8 or 10 magnification. Guys, yeah. so on a spotting scope, straight or angled? Um, definitely, definitely angled. Ang angled without a doubt, yeah. yeah. Why? Uh, I think just for ease of viewing, um, it's much easier to, to focus your eye on it. Your your neck isn't as much strain. You can keep the scope lower. Um, uh, you can look through it for much longer without any major problems. Whereas with straight, you have to bend your legs down a lot and force your head upwards to look. Uh, it's just more comfortable, I think, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And and does, does does that reflect the 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 sales of in the in the range of the scopes? Yeah, I mean sales. I would imagine Mike. I think Mike probably has sold nothing but angled yeah. spotting scopes. Yeah, Us yeah. as a company, we probably sell in the UK. I would say UK and Ireland, maybe around about maybe seventy percent are angled, thirty percent right. straight. Yeah. Right. So what are so what if any are benefits of uh, straight scope? I, the benefit is maybe for maybe somebody that's going to maybe using it more for maybe um bird observation they may use it in a hide and right. often in a hide they maybe have a clamp that's actually at sort of eye level so okay. with the the straight they yeah. can kind of get it up to eye level but reiterating what mike's saying as well i personally myself i think the angle's better it's more comfortable just to kind of look down into it um, right. a lot of people are using it for digiscoping these days as well so um if they're attaching their camera to it, um, mm -hmm. some people f tend to find it's a little bit foreign when they attach the camera on at an angle. Yeah. But they're going on straight, it's more like having a lens on the front of your camera. Yeah. So again, a lot of people maybe go for it with straight when they're using it maybe for digiscoping with and particularly using a camera. Yeah. Yeah. And and you show the adapters that you can use your phone and you attach a phone yeah. Yeah. into yeah. the into the scope and, and that's that's that's, that's right, yeah. That, We've got iPhone cool. adapters as well, which will obviously hook up to any of the Swarovski equipment, including the binoculars and in particular the telescopes. I mean today when we were on the range, the guys were shooting at the gongs at three hundred meters yeah. and several of the guys were around the, the, the iPhone while the guys were taking the shot at yes. the 300 gongs and they were obviously all looking at the impact point on the on the phone whilst it was connected to the to the scope yeah so right, that's right. quite fun so so you mentioned bird watching so um, <clears throat> the question i have is 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 Swarovski Optics focuses on on stalkers as a market or stalkers and and bird watching because we obviously we had a we had a quick chat earlier on and we were talking about the marine uh, binoculars, so there's not really uh, anything specific for marine uh, there's optics. Not, no, no. I mean, so I'm, is the target audience mainly stalkers and tactical shooters? In the hunting market, I mean, we have we have three sectors to be honest. We have mm -hmm. the hunting market, which can be hunting, stalking, a long-range target. Uh, it can be woodland stock. Mm -hmm. uh, it can be guys that are maybe foxing. Um, right. But then we have birding, the birding fraternity, um, mm -hmm. and for nature observation, mm -hmm. 
which is obviously very important as well. Um, and then we have a middle market as well, which is um, it's like tra travel and leisure, which yeah. is the kind of sort of people that are kind of in between that don't do hunting and are not maybe into nature. They maybe go on a nice trip abroad and maybe mm -hmm. use the, the their optics binocular from maybe going out for a walk, their hill walking, right, uh, or traveling aspects. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So we had a, a opportunity to look at a wide range of, of uh, optics with built-in rangefinders. Yeah. And so my question is, would you prefer rangefinder built into the rifle scope or binoculars? What do you think? Is I, again, I think it's down to the, the individual, really. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's... Uh, I think it's they've both got their places, really, because uh, a binocular with a rangefinder, you can take out for a walk. Yeah. and use the rangefinder. It's quite a handy tool to actually even just for using for leisure use, not necessarily mm -hmm. hunting. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas the, the DS, which is the, the, the gun sight with the rangefinder, you couldn't really take that out for a walk, but it has its place as well in the hunting. Mm -hmm. When you're out hunting, it's a very, very handy tool. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Yeah. Um, I suppose the only thing I, I could add to that is, uh, from the safety point of view, um, estimating the range of an animal and maybe pointing a, a firearm that you don't intend to shoot at is not always the best thing to do. Whereas mm. if you can identify your animal and its distance with a range-finding binocular, mm. then switch to the rifle and take your shot. Or, or if, if, But again, having the rangefinder built into the scope is also so handy because your bullet drop compensation and you know your distance, um, it helps in every way. But mm. for safety, the binocular with the rangefinder is definitely yeah, the way to go. Yeah. So is there any reason or any advantage of having a rangefinder as a separate unit, as a separate device, uh, not built into any of the of the other optics. I think more and more the rangefinders are starting to phase out a bit. Hmm. Um, most guys tend to buy a binocular and a rangefinder because they realise they need both. Mm -hmm. Then after a while they figure out that you know if I can get the binocular with the rangefinder, it's one less thing to carry, <laughs> one less thing to lose when I'm out in the hill. Um, less gadgetry, less batteries to be thinking about. So for me, anyway, I can see more people going with the rangefinder binocular and selling off the rangefinders. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I'm I'm the one who is carrying rangefinder and binoculars. And yeah. I, I yeah. absolutely agree. Yeah. You have a two yeah. things, yeah. and they're hanging around, yeah. and, and then yeah. you're and you're, it's you're, more to lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, listen, I have a question about um, Swarovski because. What I noticed, like, usually there are people who prefer different brands and they're all oh, this. With Swarovski, what I find different that even people who are prefer other brands, when mentioned Swarovski, it's like, yeah, that's the top of the range. That's the, that's the best, right? There's no question. Yeah. So so there's a lot of conversation about the uh, equipment. It's like, yeah, you know, the price and price to quality, yada, 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 yeah. But... If you want the absolutely best of the best, that's Swarovski. How how the company achieved that that status and, and how how they build up to that to that point? Yeah, I think it's maybe part of the complete package. You could almost call it because it's the the brand, it's uh, the product, uh, it's the technology that's in it, it's the development of it. Uh, as a company, we don't sit still. We're constantly trying to upgrade and improve. Um, another aspect to consider as well, which we are, I would say, number one, don't quote me on that, mm. is uh, just liability and mm. after sales as well. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of guys talk about, don't they, Mike? It's just the after sales. Oh, there's, there's, there's no doubt the, the backup service and the after sales services, we don't really know the best in the industry. Mm. Um, I've sent countless numbers of units back, and uh, there's backup service, they come back. Guy, guys send back binoculars 
that have been well used and they don't even think they're the same units they come back when they come back they're so well repaired and so well finished right. so they, they, you, you won't get that anywhere else there's no right. doubt and it's not necessarily like Mike's saying there it's come back it, sometimes it's free of charge sometimes it's a charge but you know it's not it's it's cheaper to get it revamped and it, as Mike's saying there it comes back like brand new and right. they may have to spend two or three hundred euros on it but I mean sometimes as I say it does come back free of charge yeah. but that is certainly one of the the key features with yeah. us is our so, backup service so it's it's not it's not like you're that, that you're trying to say that in the long run you really not paying that much as you would imagine on the on the initial uh purchase price yeah, because yeah. then everything yeah. that goes after you have that yeah. that unit for many many years to That's come correct yeah they almost say i think there's a saying as well you buy into swarovski kind of you're buying into it for life once you've got it you ain't going to move you know sideways or mm -hmm. or backwards you're, you're going to stick with swarovski and i mean I, i've got stories there again mike will back me up on this that you know some guys there maybe have had a, a set of swarovskis for 10 15 years and then they trade them in mm -hmm. and they maybe end up even as a trader and getting the same amount of money that they maybe spent 10 15 That's years right. ago um right. there's nothing that kind of holds it so they're not, not depreciate exactly the, it's not so uh, the the backside as we would say is not falling out of the yeah. sort of price of it it holds right. its value and there's a very second hand Mike, michael back me up he's he's on the front line there's a very second hand you know buoyant second hand market isn't there Mike? oh absolutely i mean i i've never an issue taking in second hand swarovski because you're guaranteed to sell it in fact most of the time i'm asked would you have second hand and i don't because it goes out so quick yeah, right. um and a lot of people the funny thing is they have lesser quality optics and they always say to me that once you go to swarovski you can never go back right. because anything else you'll ever get won't be as good yeah. and there's, you'll never settle for anything else so once you bring yourself up to swarovski you that's what you're going to have for the rest of your life yeah yeah you been you mentioned the de development so how much is still left to do yeah. in 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 the in the industry <laughs> can't, because, can't tell you that <laughs> yeah but I, i suppose the question comes from uh for for the you know regular guys like okay you have yeah. a very good glass and then you fill the 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 tube of the of the uh, binoculars or or scope with the gas and you know argon or whatever else so what what you know what those development units are doing so do you think that there is there is still a lot to do i think i think there is yeah i mean us as a company as i say we're not standing still and i would mm -hmm. say that the the future's bright really and you know it's you've, you've you know there's, there's development you know currently going on and you know for years to come and yeah as a company we just can't sit still you've got to kind of be looking at the kind of next level yeah and beyond you know i mean yeah so if you can imagine top of the range swarovski binoculars 20 years from now yeah what they what do you expect them in which areas they would they would be much better than the than the units that they buy today yeah it's, it's difficult to answer that to be honest because you know we're at the kind of sort of the the, the cream of sort of optics as we stand so i mean the mind boggles really to think where you can actually go from here but yeah we said that 10 15 years ago you know where you know where can you go from here but now another 10 15 years on we're seeing the developments coming through so you know it's like everything you just the mind boggles really and you yeah. just you've got a lot sort of technology and development just run its course and patience yeah. you know let, yeah. be patient with it and yeah we'll be sitting having this conversation uh, in 10 if, years time and if, if you think back 20 years ago who, who would have thought yeah. that there would be a scope that they would figure out all the bullets up yeah. for you yeah I mean, it wasn't even dreamt of that you link with your phone you bluetooth yes. okay. your phone so, and put the information okay. in that yeah, yeah. so 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 what where i was i suppose where i'm heading at is there is at the moment there is not one area where you can say like well this is really area where 
we can can improve going forward. Yeah, I think there's always room for improvement. It's okay. got to be. It's okay. got to be. But you get to a level and you think, how can it be done? But mm-hmm. our my my clever colleagues mm-hmm. um, in Austria will obviously um, how would you say um, prove us wrong? Really, yeah. you know, it's yeah. um, they're at the forefront of development and they're the best in the world. Really, yeah. I mean. Yeah. You know the the team out there are the 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 best you can get. You know it's the mm-hmm. they're they're yeah. the the creme de la creme as we say yeah. in Scotland. So, right. um, yeah, leave it to them and let them kind of develop it and take the development forward. I would say. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's there's definitely there, there are going to be things coming out, no doubt, in the future. Yeah. Because yeah. if we just sat still, you know, yeah, we'd yes. all go out of business. Absolutely. Listen. So now one of the maybe uh, simpler question, the question that many many of the listeners who are starting their um adventure into hunting and, and optics will will ask and this question that I had would you for for stalking like we have in Ireland would you choose eight by or ten by binoculars? I'll let Mike go for that on you go Mike. Well um if you're a deer stalker mm. and you're preliminary hunting early morning and late evening if you're doing a seek a deer mm. um they're a nocturnal animal you're gonna get an hour in the morning, maybe half an hour in the evening Definitely eight power is the way to go because you want maximum light transmission. Mm-hmm. Um, long distance isn't that necessary. Yeah. Uh, the cover in Ireland means you'll be looking at closer distances. So definitely for low light, uh, seek a deer hunting in Ireland, eight power is the way to go. Yeah. But if you're a hunter who's hunting in the Wicklow Mountains where you're stuck at Donegal, where there's maybe red deer across a hill, Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the 10 power binoculars is the way to go for the distance yeah. red deer aren't so nocturnal that you can shoot them in the middle of the day Yeah. Um, so the higher magnification binoculars would be an advantage then Yeah. I'll be honest with you I, I it was a unique opportunity today to take a binoculars 8 by 10 by 12 by and compare directly on that there is not that much difference at least to my eye between 8 and 10 between twelve and eight, there is there is much more difference. Would you would you would you agree with that, or would you say that I'm just not not sophisticated? No, I, I I think you're right. Um, during the in the in the bright hours of the day, eight to ten, it's it's almost impossible to see any difference. Mm. Coming on for dark, maybe the last. 10-15 minutes as the light really starts to go down the the lower powered binoculars which allow more light you'll see the advantage then but for daylight you was 8 to 10 uh, no difference 12 power you know a lot of it can be it's harder to hold them steady mm-hmm. and uh, as you with 12, 12x binoculars you make more mag, more shakes in the magnification yes. so um, that can off, often people say you know they're not as bright but it's just to hold it steady but you know, without a doubt, eight power is the way to go for for general use. Ron. For general yeah, use, yeah. I think so. I I, ha- I have an eight power, and the reason I I've chosen eight power is because I'm often out at sea angling, and and again because of the stability. Yeah. Like eight yeah. power is really too much for 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 sea, but it's, it's more comfortable to use. It is. Yeah, I think that's key. Yeah. With a twelve magnification or above, it's more difficult to sort of yeah. manage really. And yeah. the more you try to manage it, the more difficult it gets to use, and you the more you. The harder you try, it seems to even emphasize the shape that little bit more. Yeah, yeah. So uh, with the higher magnification, yeah, that's gotcha. um, gotcha. Gotcha. it's okay. But as Mike's saying, I would just reiterate what you said there. I would agree, yeah, what you said about the eights and the tens comparing them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if if anyone wants to um, look at the range of uh, Swarovski optics, uh, is very encouraged by our podcast. What's uh, what's the best way? Where is the best way to go and 
Oh. What they should do? Who should they call? Call, call Mike Duggan Firearms. Come, I can come on, Mike. whatever they want to be seen. I can arrange it all. Have the range there, and they can see whatever they want yeah. to see. Yeah, uh, and and from my experience, I'm obviously buying at, at Mike's shop as well. It's a it's a great great place and very very convenient opening hours. So you don't have to you know take a day off or anything. You can you can. Uh, drive down after work because you open late That's right. and uh, you have a range of guns and and all the bits and bobs for stockings, uh, gun safes, uh, gun cleaning products uh, and ammunition and all that so so and uh, and obviously Mike also you you're, you have a full range of Swarovski optics as well. Yeah it's all there, the scopes and binoculars all there to be seen. Uh, EL, EL rangefinder, and the SLC range, mm-hmm. and the CL, CL pocket. I, I have the whole that there. So, okay. Yep. All right. I think again a key, a key as well. We might just to reiterate. Mike obviously is offering that bit of service as well. That's key. He's he's on the ball with his service, and again that's going back to the same sort of ethos that Swarovski have. Mike's mm-hmm. re- replicating that. I would say with any store, he's 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 offering the same kind of sort of backup and mm-hmm. you know sort of face to face. And if you've yeah. got any issues or that, and even technical questions, and that with hunting aspects, and that Mike's your man to sure, answer that. Sure. And give us give us maybe one of those stories about customer customer support. Uh, customer support, gosh, um, I you know, know, sort of, sort of, yeah. uh, sort of, my binoculars burnt inside my yeah, car. Yeah, okay. Um, actually, probably back about when I was actually involved in retail before I was working for Swarovski, I sold Swarovski kit, and I remember a guy coming into the store that I uh, managed, and he was from Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. and he was a ranger in one of the parks in Zimbabwe, oh. and he gave me a pair of Swarovski rubber armored, and it looked like it pretty much looked like it'd be mauled by a tiger huh. and uh, sorry a tiger a lion i meant to say there sorry um and um he left it with me with the thought that we would be obviously being back in touch with him with a chargeable repair mm-hmm. and to his delight it came back to us and we shipped it out to zimbabwe and uh free of charge wow and he sent us a nice letter and uh, said that uh, this was before, obviously before the days of email, etc. Mm-hmm. So we got a letter and just saying he was so shocked that obviously the product came back. He thought it was a brand new pair of binoculars, as Mike said earlier on. Yeah. He's, he's had that similar experience, but it came back and it was like brand new condition. Yeah. So And is that the level of service that any, cost, any Swarovski customer uh, can well, expect uh, i think within reason it is yes i mean depending on misuse and that you have to watch mm. with that if mm-hmm. it's been kicked about the street or it's fallen yeah, yeah, off yeah, the yeah. car which again that's another scenario that can happen people put them on the top of the car and drive off and it bounces yeah. down the road you know I'm not saying that would be free of charge but we would certainly it would be put back to you know yeah. brand new condition you're, you're would take care yeah, of it completely completely right. it's right. there yeah definitely all right gentlemen any any concluding thoughts Mike? Um, no, just uh, we had a great day. Uh, there was a great turnout. Very enjoyable. Everybody had a good time, I think. Yeah. Uh, seeing all the products and um, come come and purchase Swarovski Optic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd say, I think, again, the, just the feedback again, just from the guys that were here today, this is something that's not really happened down this area before. It's nice, as you said yourself, Tommy, mm-hmm. um, that it's nice to see all the kit um on display um but uh let's say it's just something a little bit different it maybe hasn't happened down this area before and we were discussing earlier on we would like to think we would probably do this again maybe you know maybe in the summertime it's been a little bit cold today but maybe even the summer we do it in a summer's evening and um michael obviously um advertise it on his um facebook page yes which i'm sure you could 
potentially follow or whatever and keep your eye on that to see maybe when the next uh, range day and it'd be nice to see maybe some yeah, other people yeah. coming along on that so yeah and, and and obviously i think that the next time there's going to be an announcement on tommy's outdoors webpage as well yeah that'd so, be great, we can, yeah. so we can get yeah, more, more people in happy days yeah, yeah. yeah. all right gentlemen thank yeah. you very much thank you thank you very much bye-bye and that's it for today's podcast uh thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed it Uh, if you have any questions for Mike or Paul or to me, uh, please feel free to ask. You can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, Tom is outdoors on Twitter. Uh, it's at Outdoors Podcast. Uh, contact page on the website, tomisoutdoors.com. And obviously, you can go to iTunes and Stitcher and any other platform that you're aggregating your podcast. Uh, rate us five stars, of course and uh, leave the comments leave the review that's very helpful so thanks again for listening and until the next time bye